Polyhedron is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can find us on Twitter at SimulacraRPGs or at PolyhedronCast. If the visual medium is your thing, you can follow us at Simulacra TV on both Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and sign up to be a patron. Hello and welcome to Simulacra Presents Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast. I am your host, Matthew, and I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. Told you we'd be back. And Scott. It's all new. All hail the new flesh. All hail the new (laughs) flesh. Yay. To the flesh pile. To the flesh pile. Oh, you've just seen Videodrome, Ryan? No. Okay. It's a Cronenberg thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he loves man-machine interfaces and the most... Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's but, the movie. That's, you know, but not like a... how Elon Musk does it. You know, wrong. Nope. Buttholes wrong. all the way down. It has lots to do with VHSs. Lots of VHSs. I'm mm, sure there's one of being inserted directly into someone's open mouth. Or something uh, wide ways, you know, long ways there, to make it there, extra upsetting. There's a lot of it. Know. Just we should sit down and watch it one day. And we're not well, even off topic because now this is just a, sh- a shoot in the shit show. Shoot <laughs> the shit show. Hello, hello, hey, yeah, listeners. Hey, what's listeners, up? You, you didn't hear us arguing about the intro before we got started. So <laughs> Matt wanted to change it, and I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> yeah, change is toxic and terrible, and we've done enough of it. We just, like we've already just made enough. you guys click a different set of buttons to get here and i feel like that is enough you know in, <laughs> in this platform in this medium no nah, man well hello let's get started scott how's your gaming been or whatever you want hell else you want to talk about uh don't haven't done much gaming got some games spinning up in the ether getting ready to go which is nice to have new games starting you know that's pretty much my gaming i haven't been playing much in the way of new video games i've just been puttering around yeah it's pretty dry pretty dry right now hopefully it'll but get more exciting kind of full in things, other things are don't worry so. things are gonna get moist i know they're gonna oh, get i'm sorry fine. everyone I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that we're word. with flesh and we're in, now into moist. Guys, it's a thing. I'm sorry if you have misophonia. Anyway. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah, my gaming's been okay. Pretty good. I ran, I still, I'm still running the same was the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden game. So that we had our, another, probably like the saddest, like, little arc we've ever had i mean and i will say like candle keep mysteries i did xanthoria it's the last one like the level 17 adventure that's a really dark dark story so much so that i had to give it a happy ending (laughs) because it was just too sad everyone was depressed i was sad i was like i don't want this i don't want it to end like this you have to talk a person in I, I use my trepidation as a, as a trigger warning take their own life ah. as they have become the phylactery of a lich that is causing a lot of problems oh no Yikes. so and the person who does this is just a sweet little fairy who's had a really bad time and just it was too fucking sad, man. <laughs> like, so I had to, I had to do some, some wooji bullshit and let one of the players take one for the team on this one. Like, nope, you're the phylactery now, but you do have to still kill yourself. Oh, don't worry. You have friends in high places. For, 
that's a that's a solution to a level 17 problem right there. That's like, no, no, you're the big boy with the big boy pants. Yeah, you're you friends can with, deal with this. You know, you're friends with Grom Farron and Jarlaxle and all those fucking people from the books and shit. You can figure some shit out. Yeah, like you got you got resources at your disposal. So, other than that, we've been doing Mad Mage coming up on the end of that. I fucking smoked a lich in one I hit her seven times in six seconds, uh, as and then turned her into ash. I think we're about <laughs> halfway through the last level of Dungeon of the Mad Mage, and we've fought one of the three big bads down there. And that was not much of a fight at all. Nope. Now, there yes. was a bazillion mimics. There was literally a room full of mimics, and when I say full, I mean almost, like, it uh, must have been There was, like, 12 or 15 of them. 15 like, mimics, ugh. all yeah, at it once. Was, now we're level twenty characters, like we're, we're but they're they they got some hit points on them, like for it for, just took a while more than it took a while. Oh, and once we got rid of the ledge, it was just kind of perfunctory. Well, but, it was a pretty funny thing because Andrew like got one turn, yeah. like the lich got one turn, and Andrew and knew like, it. Andrew have, was like, "I've got one turn with her. I've got one turn." I'm, I'm like, "You're not going to get another one, so yeah, I better make this one count, buddy." <laughs> Because I'm I'm dropping everything and, and it worked out great. I did like 150 damage or some crazy shit. It was nonsense. Yeah, we freed uh we freed like a Deva that was here to do something from another level, and that ended up giving us some cool powers because we had already done everything in this damn game. We've we we have we've done like the the plat we've almost platted it, you know. We've almost <laughs> yeah, got the platinum. We really run. Have. But yeah, other than that, we've got two count them two uh games spinning up, as Scott mentioned on the, on this beautiful channel. Indeed. And I am, well, no, not two. Well, well, two, I am not in, I'm only in one of them, or will be likely in one of them, I believe, is the yes. plan. Um, and, and Matt is starting one that is yes. for just us. Yeah, just for, for my friends. For, for us, baby. Where we're going to be in person. It's going to get Where real we're going to be see each other. Yeah. And we're going to be playing some, 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 some well, we're going to play an Aeon. I'm going to be just, yeah, it's just Aeon. Yeah, Most of you are going to be Psy Boys. Most of you use I'm going to be Psychic Boy. Yeah, there's a whole bunch Twice of over. So that's exciting. Uh, video yes. game-wise, I got real deep into Final Fantasy fourteen for a couple months. Mm -hmm. Like 160 hours. I almost, almost made it through the last expansion before Elden Ring came out. And then Elden Ring came out. And <laughs> my video game time has been mostly devoted to trying to get good. Because I'll tell you, after Murgit the Felomen in Stormvale Castle... The difficulty spike is notable. It is a very <laughs> notable difficulty spike. It, it is it, like it just 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 goes vertical. Like you had way too much. Like I was like I, as I was fighting Murgit because you know I've been playing Souls games a while and I'm like this is a pretty forgiving fight actually. Like this fight I beat him my second go. I was kind of of the right level. And I was just like yeah his his attacks are pretty well telegraphed like. He gives pretty good indicators. There's a lot of room to move around in this arena. Like, this is pretty... I don't want to say this is easy, because it's not. It's just easier than I was expecting. And then I get inside, and, like, the regular boys, like, are just like, hey, motherfucker, I yeah. hope you want me to ride your ass like a Ferris wheel. I'm in full plate <laughs> armor and have a, a cyclone halberd. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's just like, well, I guess I'm dead five times. How did that happen? <laughs> So yeah, but in our in overall RPG news, I'm I'm having to shift a lot of focus because I am starting a, a LARP 
in yes. This, yes, you this, are. the year of our Lord 2022. And we are scheduled for October to begin. Yep. So Ooh. now shit is real. And once you once you drop once you drop all the deets online and stuff, we'll we'll talk about it here on the show. Yeah, and we'll also be go doing we're gonna be doing MomoCon in March and uh, May. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. And everything will be done by then. And after that, we are going to record a short series of podcasts where the writers of the individual packets will, you know, someone will act as the interviewer, or we will just do a dramatic reading or a nice reading of the packet. So the people who don't have the time and energy to literally sit there and stare at like a, th- a 10,000 word setting packet can, you know, listen to it at work or something like that. Yeah, we'll talk, Ryan. I may be able to help you. Well, you know, one of our logistics people is also has a podcast. So never mind then. I'll shut up. I, you, you won't get any of my help. No, it's not that I don't want it. It's just that she's already she's already put her quarter on it. It was her idea. OK, fine, <laughs> fine. I see. But are you getting? No, you getting, not. I'm just, are you getting pod it's jealous a bit. right now? It's mine. Are you jealous about podcast, man? You jealous? Yeah, I'm always jealous. That's my secret. You're the jealous. You're the real jealous monster. Yeah, yeah. As for gaming, for me, I am starting up my AM game. I'm excited about that. Now that Ooh-hoo. I'm back from my vacay, that was nice. It was a good vacation. Man, 15 days at sea, guys. Bring something to do. That. <laughs> Sounds awful. It's like, not after, awful. Like, it's the first... very nice. I got to order food whenever I wanted into my room. Like wherever it was on the ship, I could order it and it will be there within like 10 minutes. Like yeah, there is something to be said I just about that. Want to do it. No, no. I, I like crew. I like the cruise I was on, but I was on a much shorter cruise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, once it was over, I was like, that was enough. Yo, like, no. that was good. <laughs> when Lynn and I got back home, we were like, yeah, maybe seven days, 10 days at most is like Th- our maximum. When, dude, when you when you were like, we're still on the ocean, I'm like, are you coming back? <laughs> like, where? It's we been basically weeks. were gone almost all of February. We basically were, because February is the shortest month in you the year. Opulent and- motherfucker. <laughs> I uh, hadn't taken that much time off since my honeymoon, so I was yeah, due and that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, eight years. So uh, you, it was a well-earned long vacation. I hope yes, it revitalized it it you. Like I said, I'm now that I'm back. I'm going to start my Aeon game. Super happy about that. I'm super excited about the game that Ryan is going to be running. Super good. I did mention last episode that I had a couple products on the StoryPath Nexus. I'm working on something else. I won't mention more of it right now, but if it doesn't work out the way I want, you'll expect it to see on the Story Path Nexus as well. And it'll be a much bigger project because I've got a, you know, my stick up my ass about it. I need to write it and you get it out. Do it. Do All right. It. So, Scott, since this is the inaugural episode of the Simulacra Polyhedron podcast, what would you like to talk about? Well, we're going to go over the news. Yeah, let's go over the news. What's going right. on in the world? What's going on in the world? Well, World War Three, maybe? Question mark. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Though. Not that news. No, no not that, that news. news. Not real news. Not not serious news. We don't. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y- y'all y'all know. know. Yeah. We all know. Let's not worry about um, it. <laughs> it has been a minute for RPG news. There are a lot of. They've been previewing out some stuff for Avatar Legends, so that is definitely on the horizon so yeah i got my backer pdf for that so it's officially guys this is sort of a topic slash news thing it's officially the ip rpg era 
it like, sure is they're just getting gobbled up people ran people were just like we don't want to do our own ideas but we'll sure as hell put some mechanics to other people's well welcome to the realm of like movies hollywood has been doing this for years i do want to see what they did with the dark souls one i haven't looked at it yet nope no i am too i'm interested part of me wonders how many of these games are getting played well that has been my you know i've been asking that question (laughs) for five fucking years even about things that weren't ip based Mm -hmm. video like tabletop i'm like god like listen more power to it just put out them rpgs but like I know it's a big hobby, but God. Well, it's not that, but it's also like it, people collect them just like board games. Like yeah. there are people with just rooms full of board games that they've never played, but they buy them because they like it and it's something to collect, something for them to have. So yeah. I bet people with RPGs do the exact same thing. I mean, I know I have plenty of RPGs and board games that I haven't played. I, I want to play all of them, but it's, shit happens. Yeah, exactly. So it's in promise. I, I actually see that it was a reason I think this is happening because I think Avatar, the 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 uh, Avatar Legends, was absolute gangbusters. Like it mm-hmm. just blew the roof off of what you could get for IP for an RPG on Kickstarter, and everyone's like, "Salt dollar signs." It's like, go get you an IP I, of some I, sort. I will say the Dark Souls book does look very nice. It's got gold leaf. Yeah. On the yeah. sides. Uh, those big IPs are not cheap, so they're going to put some money behind it to make them good. Isn't like the old school IP. Like, remember when I, Scott, you remember when I bought the uh, Babylon 5 RPG? Oh, yeah. No, and it was nothing. just like, it was just pictures from the show. Like, that was the art, was just still from the show and like some mechanics. Like, there wasn't a lot to that book. But in other news, what do we got for RPG stuff? I look to do, do some stuff got delayed. Oh, uh, sorry, I was looking at the I was looking at the Dark Souls thing. Anyway, <laughs> um... it's okay. Oh, a hundred the reckoning got a per- preview. I haven't watched it. I haven't like looked through it, but I know it exists. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. All I know, what I know about it is that pretty much no one likes the cover. I have seen. I had to do some investigating to see if that picture that I was looking at was actually the cover. And I kind of agree. I don't like the cover. Yeah, it is Excuse very. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you kind of have it's to see it. A, it's not bad. It's not a bad cover. Isn't as in like it's it's controversial. It's just does it look good? Yeah. Right. Let's see what the it's new... it's the class. It's the instead of being like something abstract and evocative, it's just like an altered photo of some models people. people. And it doesn't invoke in me the feeling of what Hunter the Reckoning is. It's very 1990s album cover. Hmm. I mean, yeah, are we, ta- are we still talking it. about the, is this the one with like just the guy with a, like a kind of a blurry guy in the back or is that the old one? No, no that's probably the old one. That's like for the, oh, that's the video, the old video game cover. Sorry, I'm having yeah. a hard, because we got the one with the fiery cover. And we all know that one. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, wait, is, is this it? It's got a woman and a dude on the back cover. Here, oh, gonna... is it just like the one kind of looking top right? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm gonna like... link you. I'm gonna link you in the in here right now. Yeah, because that this goes directly to it. Thank, you. perfect. Thank you. I would yeah. like to. That looks like shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
that looks like fucking shit. Like, like I she's don't... not bad, but that's a weird like sun flare behind the dude. This is a '90s album cover. Like this mm-hmm. is a not like Hunter the Reckoning is not your fucking like mumbling, you know, Puddle indie of rock mud, band. The RPG. Yeah, it's what yeah. are they fucking thinking? I I feel like that the binoculars should be like a scope from a like a sniper rifle it is that dude should have like oh a God, sword in right. his hand but his hands are off screen like off the page i thought so she was can't... looking to, i thought she was looking down a scope no like, that's what i thought too and then i realized it's no it's not a scope it's a pair of binoculars and why are the lights why is it doing the little sunburst effect like that yeah yeah i don't i don't get it i don't like the color scheme it's kind of it's doing a teal and orange it's like bro this ain't movies stop yeah and i don't like it when they do it in movies of the worst aspects of v5 art because they did like oh here's a photo we're gonna alter the photo slightly so it's a little bit more abstract yeah grainy some of their like extreme ones are really interesting well, like the cover for the V, the cover for the V five book is very pretty. Yeah. It, there's obviously a human being there at some point, but like she doesn't look like one no more. She looks like a piece of, she's engulfed in some weird flow of, I guess, blood and purpleness. I don't know. Right, right. it's it's it creates this very evocative. It's artsy and artsy. Yeah. Mm. Now the art inside the preview is actually I like uh, I everything that's I not the it. cover. I'm I'm just scrolling through it right now. Everything that's not the cover looks pretty good. Okay, good, good. That's good. I just really like that's just a surprisingly bad uh, cover. Yeah, unfortunately, the cover is very important because the cover immediately, as we have just demonstrated, immediately turns a person on or off. I was immediately, you know, you heard me. It was like, that was a hard turn. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and I'm still interested in it. That like when I first heard that they were doing Hunter, my I was just totally disinterested. And then when they described what they were going to do with it, I became significantly more interested. But Jesus Christ, what the hell that cover? <laughs> it's, it's like, our, it's the problem like is a band someone called... signed off on it. It's someone like... signed off on that. 1992 Seattle rock band, the Bamones. The Bamones. <laughs> the Beanies. <laughs> the beanies yeah so i don't yeah i haven't heard anything else bubbling up out of out of the the new stuff there's some new onyx path is as always going to have a new kickstarter i think it's going to be two they came from games yes, uh, yes. coming out soon so uh, if that's your bag check that out uh and also they got a, their first like tv spot essentially they yeah yeah they have in- a they have a co- commercial with, that was premiered on uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yep. So that was cool. Like, we don't get to see that often. That when... tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, no. they're, they're apparently, like, they're associated with MST3K in some way. I'm not exactly certain how they're they're connected, but they are. Uh, mutual interest. I mean, players? <laughs> like, I'm guessing the people involved play the game and maybe, maybe work something maybe out. Maybe a connection thing no, they're, where they're... somebody... There is a there is some sort of connection. It's never been like described, or I haven't read what the details are. But there is some sort of like contractual business relationship between oh, the, I see what the you mean. two of them. Yeah. And obviously, they came from all the they came from games are very like B movie. Yeah. Mystery Science Theater two thousand is all about B movies. So. Two, so two, in oh and D and D news, Deborah Ann Wall, who played Donna in that '70s show, and more recently that character in Daredevil, whose name I don't immediately remember, 
Yes, uh, and also in True Blood. And in True Blood, she was Jessica. She will be doing a live play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's and actually she's, done. She's done a number of them. She that's actually kind of a, a thing that she does on the regular. She's and, getting kind of like a sort of an official spot on D and D Beyond is what she got it like some official like a, advice from yeah. GM videos on there. So that's cool. Yeah. Also, she's not from that seventy show. That was Laura Preppen. Really? Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, they're I they're both very very good. Oh, looking you're redheads. absolutely right. That is super. Mu- that is. That is was very dumb of me. You're absolutely right. Sorry. Okay. I, I just, for some reason, they, they link to the same person in my mind, even because they're both, you know, they they're have both a very sexy similar, redhead. So they're very, they're very pretty redhead yeah, ladies it, it, with very, you know, very similar features. But yes, my apologies. Yeah, she was yeah, just just gone uh, true blood. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Yeah, Dana will. Yeah, she's she's been very much a spokesman. Uh, an advocate for Dungeons and Dragons for a good little while now. So I'm very happy. It's, that it's always interesting which celebrities you get, right? Like which celebrities are, you know, Vin Diesel being one of the loudest. Mm-hmm. Stephen yep. Colbert also being quite loud. Jack Black's it. been on a couple times now. Do, do, do. Is that Bob? No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. J- uh, uh, Jason, uh, um, Jason Muse. Jason Muse and Kevin Smith. Yes. Yeah. Um, been on there a couple times. Oh God! Serial a couple killer wrestlers, from a couple notable wrestlers. Yeah. God, what does that guy's name? Serial killer from Hackers. Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. Very famous actor. Shaggy. W- yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he was in Scream. He was in Scream. Jesus. All right. Like, like, he's in a lot of movies. He's a really good was actor. He, the, he was the Plague or something. In no, he wasn't the Plague. He was, he was the serial killer. Is like as in Fruit Loops. Yeah, as in Fruit Loops. It's one of my I'll favorite let, movies of all time, by the way. It's so good. It's I'll so bad. It it's so bad. It, blah. Have you never seen Hackers? I have seen, I saw Hackers when I was 14 years old. Oh, that's fair enough. Which was 20 years ago. Yeah, so, so you should watch it again. It's very good. I mean, quite possibly. Matthew Lillard. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, that's it. Matthew of Lillard. course. Hack the world. Hack the planet. Yes. yes. Hack the, but uh, yeah, it's always interesting. I, I don't actually mind that the normal. Uh, Celebrity D&D players are good. They normalize it. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I, I like that. I don't know. I think they're just another part of this ever-growing, like, big umbrella that we're all finding ourselves under. Well, everything's yeah. getting interlinked. I've heard that there's rumblings that soon we'll be getting information about New York by Night, which is the next uh, vamp- official Vampire of the Masquerade pop. Okay, cool. Ah, I see. Okay, I was about to be like, if that's that a book, sense. that's a big one. Do we know if the man himself will be GMing it? It is. Jason Carl is definitely still at the helm. Okay, got it. Uh, but we don't really know anything else about it. Something in more local news, and I know very little about this other than it is, is just something that got teased on Twitter a couple bit. There's something in October called Camp Gehenna, or I think it's like Camp Gehenna out of with from Gehenna Gaming, somewhere in White, Georgia, which is around Red Top area. So I'm thinking it's some sort of TTRPG summer camp dealie, which I'm super interested in because that sounds like hecka fun. Yeah, also, we live like 30 minutes. From exactly. Now. It's right in yeah, my backyard. So uh, if it's something where we can go be a bunch of silly nerdy people and we don't even have to go that far. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And I don't even have to put up makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, night in question. Uh, tickets are still on sale right now. So if you are interested in that, I don't think any of us are going this year, but it is a hell of a good time. I have other things, other large scale projects I have to focus on. But very good. And I am still holding out hope that they'll announce something for Elysium Chronicles either this year or next year. Yep. But it, that is is what it is. 
if things keep as they are, expect it next year. I probably, would expect it next yeah. year. I think if, if we hadn't, are, we haven't heard by now. It's probably going to be next year. Probably going to be. Next year. I have to pick. A, I have to kind of pick a destination because, like, I still have the plane tickets that we from when we you know when I jumped ship last year. Mm-hmm. So I have a very like pretty hefty sum of plane tickets that I that will eventually go away if I don't use them. Yeah, I have to pick a place to go. All right, we'll talk about that because I've got some credits on Delta right now too. Big trip, Indeed. big trip. All right, that's a lot of Although, the news. Yeah, it's honestly, getting on a getting on a damn plane right now doesn't seem fun because people be acting wild. I I had to fly to and from San Francisco. It wasn't bad. We wore we wore our, our M ninety five masks the entire time. Delta demands it all the time. They were that's very good, strict about cause... it, so it wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean. Yeah. I think that's a thing where you see you see the worst case scenarios. Well, yeah, you you see the worst case every other day, but there's a thousand thousand flights, so like, mm-hmm. like it's a so fractional that it's not even a big deal. Yeah. righty. that it for the news, gentlemen. I think so. It's time for pop culture corner. Did that work? Are we going to do that? No. Okay. Sorry. Well, guys, we're still figuring it out. We don't know how segments work. Uh, we don't <laughs> yeah. have them. We didn't just, really plan just anything. Be, just be a dude. Just be a guy hanging out with us. Are, we, are you just talking about being three white guys talking about stuff on a podcast? Because oh uh, yeah, that's what yep. this All is right. now. Welcome oh, by the, the way, uh, SNL, you're you're fucking lighting on a fire. I love that you're lighting podcasting on fire. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah. that. They had a couple of really good podcasting skits. That was hilarious. They don't. They're not. They're funny. And then the end. The the end of it. Like the very like last five seconds. Fucking seals it. Like just just makes it. And just Mwah. makes it hilarious. Yeah, I've been I've been grinding through some media. Yeah. Uh, I watched. Let's see. I watched all of rewatched all of Deadwood. Yes. Uh, which, dear listeners, if you have not treated yourself to Deadwood, you should absolutely oh. do so. Yes, it's a it's a very it's an important piece of media. I'd say it, it truly is. It's and it, extremely and it's, well written. It was one of the first pieces of prestige television. Mm-hmm. Like yes. just for context, like it and The Sopranos are kind of some of the are, are basically the kind of progenitors of the the Renaissance that we live in right now, where it's like no, you can spend if you spend a metric fuck ton of money on yep. sets, costumes, people, and just get some damn good actors and damn good writers. And just get a bunch of talented motherfuckers, you can have a successful TV show. And well, even not even be honest, successful television, like something that a cinematic even television. a movie, like in mm-hmm. sense, yeah. even a movie in its scope that's, and depth. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. I, I kind of misspoke there, but it was mo- just mostly like you can have a cinematic experience, something akin right. to a cinematic experience on yep. television with that quality, and you don't have to sacrifice. And, and Deadwood, it ended abruptly. And then they made a movie many, like 10 years later, they made a movie and it sealed the rest of the story very nicely. It, it does what it's supposed to do and it ends everything succinctly. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, there is a there is a venue in Columbus, Georgia, where I am from, called the Garrett Bullock House. Hmm. I have always wondered. Hmm. <laughs> it, like... They may have done the research, and they may have pulled that from a little bit of history. Obviously, it's in the Black Black Hills. Yeah, yeah. There were certain certain people like yeah. I, I went and did some reading on like what what was actually known about the people in Deadwood, and some of them. And some of the characters are based on actual people who existed. Like Al I think Al Swearingen is a real yeah, guy. Al Swearingen like, was real. You know, E.B. Farnham was a mayor at some point because or something. 
it's hard to know. I think Alma Garrett was a real person. Maybe. But, I don't know. But it's it's definitely a very it's it it rides the line between realism and Shakespearean. Yep. Kind of yes. in, in, in well, its presentation and drama. It, it, now I will say something though. Some people have a huge issue with the word cocksucker. And if you are a person where that word makes you upset or uncomfortable, which is completely valid, it is homophobic as shit. It's you know, it's a gross thing to say, but it is every third word in that series. <laughs> so you are signing up. Because if you watch that show and you don't mind, your your friends in your own private will call each other cocksuckers all of the time. <laughs> it is and it is it is H- not Shakespearean. It is nope. Cocksperian. <laughs> that is what that is what it was dubbed, actually. That's what the writers call it. Because Cocksperian. they they mixed very eloquent, like more eloquent speech than these people would have naturally spoken with these like super rough blue language and they married the two together to keep flow and like you you have just like Shakespeare you have to listen to what they're saying to understand what they're trying to tell you yeah it's not it's an active listening kind of show you can't be on your phone like you just won't know what the fuck's going on but you won't want to be because all of the acting is captivating yeah it's a beautiful <laughs> show. And it's also super gross. It's very, very gross. <laughs> There's yes. some gross shit in there. Uh, I also watched the new Wes Anderson movie, The French oh, Dispatch. Is it good? Was it? It's good. It's not like peak Wes Anderson, but, but it, it is, is an Anderson. enjoyable one. It's been on my, that's been on my list. Yeah. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. Uh, I watched the, the animated The Boys show. Diabolical. Uh, Diabolical. Uh, that, that is fucking degenerate in its grossness. I need to watch it. It's That's funny. Like right it's alley. good. Like is it, it is it's grosser than nasty. it's grosser than Invincible? Yes. Well, not I'm in terms like... of like no, Invincible in terms of like shocking violence. This is like a multifaceted gross. Just people not being good yeah, sort of people, stuff. People not being good and and just gross things happening in various ways. Yeah, but supposedly the the actual comic the boys is a lot as scott put it degenerate than the show has even remotely gotten to be which is considering what the first episode is you know if you watch that first episode i will i will say this about the boys they do not sugarcoat what that show is and it's nice that they do that because if you cannot handle the first 10 minutes of the first episode, you can't handle the show. Yep. They tell you, it's like, it's going to get this bad at least. Yeah, and it gets a little worse in some in some spaces. Oh, the whale thing. Oy, well, no, I was mostly thinking of the, uh, of the, the, the girlfriend. Not, not the first girlfriend, the second one of the speedster. Yeah. Bad things happen. Bad, bad things bad happen. Because, I have been. I have not yeah. finished, but I have have been working my way through Euphoria. Which I don't think that shows for me. It's it's probably not. It is very. It is very. It's very intense emotionally, and there's nothing like supernatural or otherworldly about it. It's real people with real intense problems. And it, it, it well, and also like it's elevated cw trash is the way yeah. someone described it to me like elevated cw show elevated yeah. pretty little liars sort of like Kinda, yeah. teenagers with real big problems yeah but it's it's 
but it like bends credulity just enough to but because it's just sort of weird and very intense it's yeah. hyper real it's beautiful like it's it a is. beautiful show yeah like the, the way that it is shot and and the the composition of things is very pretty and evocative but you know it is an incredibly emotionally intense it's great has it's well acted well written but i can only take an episode or two before i my 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 meter runs down yeah the white lotus was like that yeah um in a lot of ways too it was just it was a very hyper real and it was awkward and like intense and there was some crazy shit going on and i mean i'll watch another season of it though oh yeah and oh what oh yeah i watched the second season of the righteous gemstones that shit was awesome uh that's that's another one that's on my list yeah it's, i haven't seen it it's really funny like you have to okay the first half of the first season i will warn you is a little childish because it's like it's all danny mcbride like this is all danny mcbride sense of humor it's so. a it's danny mcbride vehicle it it well, the thing is, I would say that if John Goodman wasn't in there just being a beast, mm, like being that's what so... I need to actually, that's probably why I need to watch the show. I love John Goodman. Well, I here's the John thing Goodman... you don't know you love Baby Billy, <laughs> but you're gonna love Baby Billy because everyone loves Baby Billy because he's one of the worst human beings you have ever seen put to camera, and he's fucking fascinating because. <laughs> Because remember, the Righteous Gemstones, whatever you feel about these people, they are prosperity gospel megachurch people in Georgia. They are trash. They are the embodiment of human garbage. So start from there Hmm. and see that the show actually makes you kind of give a shit about their well-being just a little bit. Oh, no. And it's like, good job, show. I actually kind of care about what happens to some of these people. Mostly the people in their orbit who are in in so much danger because of who they are. But and it's funny it's fucking gross and it says a lot about uh, prosperity gospel mega churches so mm-hmm. they're bad for for things that i've been media because me and scott talked a little bit about this over the weekend i have shotgun through cyberpunk mm. uh, i we have not really talked a lot about cyberpunk here on this show and i will say one thing that definitely feels like an rpg it has got very for, doesn't matter what glitches you have. It is a pretty game. Uh, blah, blah 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 blah. What's the writing is what gets me in that in that that game. Like the writing was really good. They 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 decided to go some places with some of those quest chains that I was not expecting, and I applaud them for even attempting it, if nothing else. Yeah, that is another one where like they're like in between all of the the open world sandboxy hyper violence they will take you to some very interesting very intense very surreal places well yes. that, that that's kind of the thing that's kind of the kick in the dick as far as i'm concerned because cdpr's writers are fucking top notch yep and i know they're top notch i just wish they had just instead of trying to make an open world game because we just we don't need any more. Yeah. Um, we're done. Um, well, the, op- just... the open world isn't bad. No, like... it's not bad. There's the open worlds can it's it's CDPR product. It's not gonna be bad. It's just I wish that instead of grinding their people to dust to make the open world, oh sure, they had done a co- a, a smaller, tighter, and just use that those powers they have of writing to tell in a powerful story without grinding human you could, beings to yeah, dust. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> cut like 50% and make the game a little more linear and you'd still have one hell of a game 
in there because you would tighten up the stories and interactions that you get. The, the power of their writing in that game is they design-wise did a very good job of you do something, you make a decision, and it is at the time could be a fairly, fairly minor decision. And like literally 40 hours later, you do one thing and that thing got easier or more complicated because of the decision you made earlier in the game. And that's that's the immersive sim yeah, you, you like that's that's um, ah, yeah, that's, it's very good. It's that's very the chef kiffs of an immersive sim. That's what you want. It's like some shit I did, I don't even fucking remember it, but now you mention it. Oh yeah, I did do that. Like shit, that actually affected things, huh? That's um, good. Yep. Yeah, um, it's man. very good. Like the open world is like. Here's the thing that like, I I agree with you, Ryan, one hundred percent. They shouldn't have ground their people into dust. That's a thing they shouldn't have done. And they are they are sinners for it. But the 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 what you get out of that, what what you would lose from losing the open world is this incredibly expansive, beautiful setting. Like just driving around that game is a thing of beauty. Yes. Because Night City is a spectacular. If you can learn how to drive, have the good drive control. You just just have a have a motorcycle. Just you, yeah. Never, never drive a car. I'll put it this way: if it's ever out, if it's ever available for like a tenner, sure. Like, since like you probably won't ever get it for tenner, but but it will get cheap. Oh, I'll find it for a tenner. I don't know. I I would. I also, I've got Elden Ring to play, dude. I don't have time yeah. for anything well, that's, else. That's that's next on my docket. Like literally, it is. that's the next. Game oh my god, the fucking difficulty spike in that game is absurd. Did I, was I, was Matt on when I was talking about this? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, basically. Anyway, like I beat Murgat the Fellowman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just and I'll tell it for the listeners. Like Murgat the Fellowman is easy by by Dark Souls boss standards. He's a test as to whether you even have the basic fundamentals of dodging a a, a wind up attack, getting out of the way of someone throwing some shit at you real fast, and guard breaking someone. Like, did you get those basics? You okay? You can play the game but after that like the basic like some of the basic heavier enemies in that castle that he is guarding will wreck your ass like yep. Yep. they are relentless they are vicious and they will hit you if you if they hit you twice you're dead like everything that i have watched and ex- and tangentially experienced is both from a mechanical point of view and then a design point of view is that this is definitely a stew of everything from software. And so you need to pull upon mm. every lesson that you've ever learned from, from those games. Yep. Including how to apply them in the correct place. Not only that, I I will say just bitching aside, the game is fucking gorgeous. Yes. The, the horse controls are these are the best horse controls that have ever been in a video game, I think. Hmm. And I, I'll fucking go to the mat for that you can, because you can I've played a lot of them. On, you can freely fight on or off the horse, intermix well, it in combat. Not only that, there are fights where you will not succeed without him. Mm-hmm. Like the tree, the, the tree guardian, the guy who knows, or the tree sentinel. The guy, like, when you walk out of the open area, that big motherfucker with a giant shield between you and the first you know church where the where the first merchant is there's a guy patrolling that thing on a big old horse and you cannot beat him well you could i'm sure there are people who could beat him off the horse but the way you're intended to fight him is you are supposed to joust him and fight him on your horse and 
I did it last night and it was fucking invigorating. Like it was exhilarating how cool it felt to like to, to have that fight. Also the dragon in the lake in the center of Limgrave, Algiel, he, I don't think you can beat him without the horse because the fire breath stuff he does is so big and you so need something sweet. that can give you the distance. you have to be able to get the hell out of there like fast like he has a move where he'll like put his head straight down and just fire breath himself backwards oh, to get away from you and that shit will fucking kill you if you do not get away from him like that yeah and so it's just it's gorgeous there's a shit ton of i'm 13 hours in i'm still i i found i think i finally found the last cave in Limgrave that i hadn't found yet while I was just dicking around trying to like farm for some bones to make more air because there's fucking war hawks with explosive barrels and knives strapped to their fucking feet inside of Stormvale. <laughs> and they'll throw the barrel at you if you don't hit it with a fire arrow before they fucking aggro on you. And then yeah. and then the, their, their knife feet, they hurt so bad, guys. They've got knives on their feet. <laughs> that's that's always great. The, the the character design, the monster design in in Fumps games are just out outrageous. Just on another level of just weird. Well, yeah, I mean, and then there's like the the bot the enemy that you first get your ass kicked by, like the the standard Dark Souls. Hey, welcome to the game. This thing is going to kill you now. Yep. Uh, I finally ran into the to one of those guys inside the castle. And didn't go great, it turns out, because you can't guard counter them because they're too big. Yep. And their range is too long. Yeah, it, it definitely, like I said, it looks like you have to apply very different understandings of the game in order in the right at the right situations. Oh, yeah. In order to really excel at this game. But they really There's want not you to use one your methodology too. that dominates it. They they put the crafting system in there and the ability to kind of replenish your own supplies of stuff yep. because I really wanted you to use those items and yep. I've found that yeah, life is exponentially easier when you like pay attention to what items you might need and actually yep. prepare a little bit. Right. But that's well, Melon Ring Ramp. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's a good game. It's hard. Yep. No, the do I think there should be an easy mode? Hack it yourself. Find out. <laughs> I don't care. You can have an easy mode. If you want an easy mode, have From an easy mode. I don't From care. From didn't feel like making one, so I guess they don't want they don't care either. So go ahead and like it's, hack it's, it and make your own. Just how their game works in other media. I want to see the Batman. Oh, me too. Yeah, I've and actually I, heard good th good enough things. I heard there's titties in that. Sorry, no, that's oh, the... yeah, man. <laughs> I was listening to the Daily Zeitgeist and Janelle Monique was like, they finally put raunchy ass sex in Batman. Finally. Ooh. That's what we were that's what we I, needed. We oh needed man, sex. We needed Sign me sex up, in our superhero movies. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I guess you're right. Like we sure we kind of do. We need our proper R-rated superhero well, shit. For like, Batman works, and I love that they actually are doing something in with this Batman that they hadn't done in any other Batman, which is it's actually like a noir detective story. Yeah. I'm like. Yes, please. That's what we've been needing you for mean a Batman? very long time. Move Batman. <laughs> oh, you mean Batman? <laughs> yeah, you mean it's Batman. Batman. The world's greatest detective. Yes, like, the world's greatest detective who has done very little detecting in his time yeah. in the DC universe in terms of the movie arcs. Like, there's yeah, plenty, yeah. 10 billion animated things of him doing Batman things properly and whatnot. Yeah. Except Ninja Batman. That was weird. 
That was very weird. I'm Let's so all agree sorry that, about that, everyone. Let's all I'm agree so that Ninja sorry. Batman was weird, okay? Audience, so, go watch it, though. Yeah, like, go watch audience, it, though, for sure. Audience, I was like, hey, Ninja Batman. Hey, guys, come over to my house. We'll watch Ninja Batman. This sounds be fucking great. sick. Wait, wait, we're like, oh, yeah, it's Batman in feudal Japan. This is going to be fucking rad. It gets weird. It's exalted. It, yes. No, it's... it's Something no, else. What it is is they're doing every type of anime, mm-hmm. but with Batman. Yeah, and it was big mechs, except the mechs were monkeys or cats. I forget. They were both. They were both. okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. The like Im- like imperial palaces turned into giant wooden mech Ro- things. It was very Hell's Moving Castle shit. That that castle gets, wants to kick your ass. It gets very weird. It gets yep. very weird. The art style does some weird shifting here and there to do yeah, some they, like different expressions of what they're trying to do. Yep. Like it was, it's, it was a sight to behold. Like it was some, but I think we all agreed. It's like, I don't know if I like this or not, but it sure is stunning. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's its own special thing. So definitely Ninja Batman, watch it. It's weird. And the other thing that I've done is because over, I had a long time at, on my vacation, I've read the first three Bobaverse books. Fantastic books. Holy they are, shit. I haven't read, sat down and read novels in a long time, and I ground through these three books. They're very fast reads because the longest chapter is like no more than like nine pages. And it, so it hops between perspectives. It's got a great conceit. I love the idea that it's AI who, who's AI who's based off a normal person, like an normal 20th century, 21st century person is in the future and through everything that's going on essentially saves humanity but also gets to explore like pure transhumanism like a a Uh, i see why scott likes this then oh yeah well it's it's explore transhumanism and explore space explore uh, space and like and and run into all sorts of wacky shit out there i have just Uh, been just the worst about reading books or absorb absorb even like listening to them like i don't even get fine well i just I just used to read a book a week, you know, like I used to read so much and it's just, I can, you know, like I can you blame got busy. video. You got busy. I am yeah. busy, but even, but I guess I just choose to spend my idle moments, like just doing other things. And I feel like I like, Ooh, should I play Elden Ring? But what if I read a book? But like then, you, you know what? It's everyone goes through phases. Everyone goes through different interests. It is okay. And it's just something I've learned. You just kind of, because you can't do everything. You can't watch everything. God, you can't read everything. You can't absorb everything. That is impossible for anyone to do. I, I just remember being a kid and watching Dragon Ball Z and being like, man, if I had a hyperbolic time chamber, I would just read a goddamn, I'd just read all the books I'd want. <laughs> like that was like the thing, my deepest desire is to pause life and just read. You, you have the Twilight Zone like thing of there was time now there was was time time. now (laughs) it's not fair nope there was finally time yeah so that's that's a lot of me i I love cyberpunks but i'm gonna get into elder ring because cyberpunk good i played pretty much all the endings i i've i punched a whole bunch of gang members in the face punchy punchy they definitely give you some fucking great options for how to engage fights Mm -hmm. like just just combat situations you can engage it in pretty much any way you want. Have you guys started watching the H Bomber guy that came out? Yes, I watched. I have all started. Of it. Yes, I'm about halfway into it. So H Bomber guy, if you ever listen to this show, I love you, but Jesus Christ, man! Pick he picks one thing 
and ultra can... obsesses on it. Oh, promise he, every episode is like, I promise I'm not going to get it any longer. I promise I'm not. And he keeps... he, he he's a liar. He's a very big fat liar. He's he a lies, big. You see. F- <laughs> for you see the thing you must remember. It's from a guy lies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I actually, I so I enjoyed the Deus Ex because his latest episode is Deus Ex. Human, Human Revolution. Revolution is fine, yeah. but I, I went back to his Bloodborne one because his Bloodborne is genius, or in Fallout New Vegas is a genius, and here's why: is very good. Yeah, they're all very high quality. Like he doesn't do bad videos, and that's nope. that's part of it. But you know, the funny part is, I definitely beat Deus Ex: Human Revolution in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I remember it. I was just like, where is he right? What happened? I don't remember any of this. That was some two, just, 2010s bullshit, man. Like, it's another time, another place. Before the, the, crystal the, the, the thing I remember about Human Revolution, I, I enjoyed the game. I actually really liked the game. Yeah. Uh, was the ending, the, 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 the three-button ending. The Endtron 3000? You really liked that? No, no, I'm saying that was the one thing I didn't like about oh, it. Oh, you didn't like I was like, okay, I, yeah, the ending Tron was like, yikes. Yeah, and I did, I like how he pointed out the end. He's like, "Why are there screaming ladies in to super IA machine AI machine? What's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. That was ran out of money. I don't it's understand crazy. what what the implications of that was. They that went like some Akira level weirdness. All of a sudden, like just went left field on went left. Hey, cyberpunk weird sometimes." That's true, but I I still enjoyed the game. But I totally get all his criticisms. Yeah, because each proper game main criticism is in the original Deus Ex, it was a reality. It was a sim, interactive sim, interactive sim, and Deus Ex was Deus Ex: Human Revolution was like we're an interactive sim. You're not really. You're not putting as much into it as you did the original Deus Ex. It's just hard. Yeah, it's good, but it's good though. His oh, no, it was, it was, it was, right it was a good video. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna obviously I'll finish it eventually. I need to. Yeah. I've been he watching so much to say about that game. I, I, he, I've been watching. So there's a couple of YouTubers I like named Jarvis Johnson and Jordan Adika, and they're commentary YouTubers. They're both African Americans, and they what? There was a show in 2008 on FX called black white maybe in 2006 which won an oscar or an emmy i forget an an emmy. For, yeah, I mean, for makeup because what they did was they took a black family and a white family and they white girls that shit and they I made a reality that no yeah it was weird it was iced tea had something to do with it he even wrote his own theme song for it it's very silly so you know you've got some white people in blackface and some black people in whiteface and oh boy the situations they're put in are very weird the white dad is the pure like he is an ele- he's a 50 year old white man elemental oh no you know like it's all about personal responsibility. I don't oh, blame no. the man for my problem. Oh, yeah. It's one of those. Oh, he's so... To their faces is the thing. Like, and he's had, like, multiple black folks just be like, you're full of shit. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, 
and it was it all comes out well that's just your opinion man basically anyway they put this motherfucker in blackface and so these two youtubers are just kind of like doing i watched their vods of them watching these episodes this like this post-mortem just watching this one of the worst ideas is like how did anyone think this was a good idea like it's that weird neoliberal like we're not, we're post-racial america it's like oh, come on man well no no i i can see where where the appeal i don't don't think it's good for the purposes of entertainment but i see what they're doing they're like let's see what happens when we switch these people around and how their worlds sort of get turned upside down yeah i know yeah but basically like you get trouble get some trouble in my neighborhood I think it would have been much more educational. First of all, you didn't need the white face aspect of it. Like you don't need to tell black people that they have to code switch and like that their white people get treated differently than they do. There doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be any like proof positive of that. They just really needed to like, okay, people, you, what you weird white people go put some like to their credit, at least two of them look no 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 it all looked terrible the blackface looked really terrible i hate to say it but like the blackface looked bad like problem is to do that like it's really hard to change the skin tone and the face like they just didn't have the some of them didn't have like the right facial features like yeah the structure the facial structures change like that is just just a little genetic it was very unusual it was very it was a bit uncanny here and there and the white mom was like i want to buy a dashiki i'm like oh no and she was with yeah i think that concept was best explored in the mindless self-indulgent song yeah i want to be black yeah i think that really mean it (laughs) it's hard in the paint you need to go yeah but it was just it's really weird because it is just the most awkward painful thing to watch in the entire world but it's like a sort of a it's kind of like it's like the nice kind of pain because of how awful it is it's just (laughs) i don't know yes it's just watching it's cringe man it's it's the pure it's the essence of cringe and for some reason i can't watch shows that are mostly cringy like the awkwardness of the office was always a problem for me sort of thing i can't i can't watch shows that are that base their comedy around pure cringe. But this is like real. This this is like not stage. This is a person saying things to a camera that are beyond like be just like unfucking believable that you would say that. Like, I cannot believe what you are doing or saying in this room full of black people right now. Like, what is wrong with you? Stop saying the N-word. Please stop saying oh, the N-word. Oh, oh, no. Please, no, no, no. Please, 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 please stop saying the N-word, white man. Please. He, he's like, he's, he, it was a lot of, oh, I, w- I hope someone does come up to me. I hope someone I wanna, does bother I wanna, me. I want to, oh, no. Oh, I, just, I, w- I wish a motherfucker would, a lot of that, you know, like, he's, because he's, you know. That's, def- that's an awful thing that shouldn't have existed. It sure uh, shouldn't have, but for some reason I can't stop watching it when they put out episodes. <laughs> like, doing, doing a stop. postmortem deconstruction is probably the best way to consume that. Well, also being arbitrated by these two, you know, people who have lived that, who have you know lived the actual experience. Right. Like right. they have a, they can at least speak to like, okay, well, if anyone is at all curious, here's why what he just said is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Not that you need, not that anyone watching these isn't like a total lefty anyway, but like, <laughs> yep. if you have found this, you have found the left tube. All right. 
yeah they're they're commentary but they're obviously you know bread tubers because you know, what are you gonna do? smart people what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> all right is there anything else there boyos gonna... i think we've tapped the well all right man all right everyone well, I can't really. Should I say it? Should I say the say thing? It. You know, it's fine. No, we have still... to. We have to for them. For them, friend, for, for me, them. Matt. So, from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Go roll some dice. <laughs>